1: One ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch from Peterson, and that's it in the air to deep left field. Tommy Fams going back, looking up, gonna go! Matthew Batten with his first major league home run. A two run shot in the second inning, and it's three to nothing.
2: Matthew Batten, his first Major League home run in his very first at-bat with the Padres here in 2023. Gave the Padres a 3-0 lead. Blake Snell and the bullpen make it hold up. The final score, San Diego 3 and New York 1. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage here on the Padres Radio Network inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Padres even up this three-game series. At a game apiece, Padres improved to 42-47 and 47 with the win. Mets to 42 and 47 setting up a big rubber game of this series tomorrow here at petco park much more on that game to come and we have a lot to do as we wrap this one up we'll have all the radio highlights for you we'll also hear from padres manager bob melvin and break down every aspect of this game certainly blake snell what he did a big story here tonight the bullpen did a great job here tonight the padres with three runs in the second inning that was all the offense for the Padres in this game. You wondered if they could make it hold up. They did, as they win it by a final of three to one. What a moment in that second inning for Matt Batten, his first major league home run and his very first at bat in the big leagues here in 2023. I caught up with Matthew Batten on the field right after the game. Matt, your first at-bat in this uniform this season, a home run. What were your emotions rounding those bases?
3: I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel my feet touch the ground. I didn't feel anything touch my bat. So uh, it was something special. But at the end of the day, I'm just all I wanted to do was contribute. I didn't expect it to be that way, but I'm happy it was. And and it's all start right break the right way, finish up, and head out strong.
2: First Major League home run, everything you dreamt of? And more. <laughs> and
3: more. I'll never forget that noise when I... I didn't see it go out. I was running, but once I heard it, I'll never forget
2: that noise. Let's go back to the at-bat. Peterson gets ahead of you one and two, throws a change-up. You looked ready for it. What was your thought process there? Every once in a while with me mean, as a hitter, sometimes
3: two strikes makes me a little more comfortable. especially against lefties, chase the heater up, got a little big, and then sometimes you get put in a situation where you have to be a little more simple, and that's what happened, and that was it.
2: You played behind Blake Snell, six scoreless innings, 11 strikeouts. First time this season you played behind him. He has been so good lately. What did you see from him? You expect
3: nothing less. He's a dog. He competes and he prepares the right way. So that was a special outing, but none of us are shocked by it because that's what he has in him. First player from Quinnipiac to
2: hit a major league home run. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good. We're (laughs) a hockey school, but I'll take that one. (laughs) By the way, former Amarillo Sod Poodle, too.
3: You're not kidding. Matt?
2: congratulations on a big night thanks so much thank you sam that was matthew Batten from down on the field right after the game yes a former amarillo sod poodle matthew was with me in 2019 in amarillo texas and we were chatting right before we recorded that interview and i said little bit bigger than amarillo huh and yes, it is. And Matthew Batten had quite the moment in this game. The key hit in this game, a two-run home run in the second inning as the Padres win it 3-1. to We'll recap the game in its entirety, play back all the radio highlights, and we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Much more to come as well as we break this one down. The Padres win it 3-1 to over the Mets, setting up a rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow here at Petco Park. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on ninety-seven three, the Fan and the Padres Radio Network, as the Padres beat the New York Mets three to one here at Petco Park tonight. The Padres even up this three-game series at a game apiece, setting up the rubber game of this series tomorrow afternoon. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from downtown San Diego, inside the Western Metal Building, here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the Padres improved to forty-two and forty-seven. Mets dropped to forty-two and forty-seven. So after tomorrow one team will be six games below 500 the other will be only four we'll see who wins tomorrow's game the final game before the all-star break we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a few minutes but first let's recap this one tell you how it all went down
0: let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford commercial service center servicing all Fords
2: up to F750s and motorhomes Blake Snell was dialed in early on. Six up, six down, five strikeouts in the opening two innings. In the bottom of the second, the Padres got it going against Mets starter David Peterson. Gary Sanchez had a line drive double into the left field corner to start the inning. Jake Cronenworth hit an infield single. Sanchez went to third base. Brandon Dixon then blooped a ball into right. It dropped in. Sanchez scored, but Jake Cronenworth was forced out at second base. He couldn't get there in time, so Dixon was at first base, one out. Padres had a 1-0 lead. Matthew Batten, in his first at-bat with the Padres this season, did this.
1: One ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch from Peterson, and that's it in the air to deep left field. Tommy Pham's going back, looking up, going to go! Matthew Batten with his first Major League home run. A two-run shot in the second inning, and it's 3-0.
2: Snell struck out two in the third, two more in the fourth inning, one more in the fifth inning. Five scoreless innings for Snell to begin his night. He had allowed just one infield single to that point. On the other side, Peterson really settled in. He allowed only the three runs through five innings in the sixth the Mets were threatening Snell walked Brandon Nimmo and Tommy Pham to put runners on first and second with one out Snell got a line out to right from Francisco Lindor the only thing standing between Snell in six shutout innings was the powerful Pete Alonzo
1: 2-0 to Pete Alonso. pitch on the way and that's a chopper to the left side Bogart's charges has it at shortstop sets himself throws to first in time and this side is retired six shutout innings for Blake Snell 11 strikeouts for Blake Snell, and a 3-0 Padre lead.
2: So Snell did his job, like Jesse said. Six scoreless innings, 11 strikeouts, just one hit, three walks allowed. Snell, once again, terrific. We'll have much more on him coming up later. But the Padres' offense had only scored three runs through six innings. On to the seventh inning, Padres still up three-zip. Luis Garcia replaced Snell. The first batter he faced was the rookie catcher, Francisco Alvarez. Here's the two 2
1: Alvarez swings hits one in the air to deep left field Soto's racing back he's in front of the wall he leaps it's going to go home run Francisco Alvarez His fifth in the last seven games and the Mets are on the board here in the seventh inning it's three to one.
2: So a 3-1 to game, Alvarez continuing to do big things in his rookie season. More on him later as well. But Luis Garcia bounced back to retire the next three in a row. Padres then didn't score in the bottom of the seventh inning, so the Padres took a 3-1 lead into the eighth. Nick Martinez took the mound. He struck out Mark Canna. He struck out Brandon Nimmo, and he struck out Tommy Pham. A 1-2-3 inning for Martinez. Padres then didn't score in the bottom half of the eighth inning, so... We went to the ninth inning, Padres still hanging on to a 3-1 lead. Josh Hader came on. He allowed a leadoff single into right center for Francisco Lindor. The tying run was at the plate in Pete Alonso. He struck him out looking. The tying run was at the plate in Francisco Alvarez. He struck him out swinging. The game was left up to Jeff McNeil.
1: Here's the 0-1. Swung on and grounded to second. Batten has got it. How fitting. Throw to first in time. And the ball game is over. Padres even the series against the Mets with a 3-1 win here tonight and Matthew Batten's first career home run. A two-run shot in the second inning holds up as Blake Snell threw six shutout frames and the Padres take game two against
2: the Mets. Maybe we'll remember this one here in 2023 as the Matthew Baden game. The two-run home run the difference as the Padres hang on for a 3-1 to win. In this game for the Padres, three runs, five hits, one error. For the Mets, one run, three hits, and two errors. Before we hear from Bob Melvin, let's pause for Station ID on the Padres radio network.
0: KWFNHC1 San
4: Diego. Sorry. This is Trent Grisham from the San Diego Padres. Padres play here on 97-3 the Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app.
2: Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Still plenty of people here inside the Western Metal Building, finishing up their drinks, closing out their tabs, some games of pool going on, some kids uh, still here as well, and uh, everybody having a, a really good time on this Saturday evening. Another tremendous crowd, 42,647, the 38th sellout in just 45 openings here at Petco Park, and they had a lot to cheer about in the second inning. Padres getting three runs, including the Batten home run. The question was, could the Padres make it hold up in between Blake Snell and the bullpen here tonight, which did a really, really good job, aside from one pitch to Alvarez in the seventh inning? Well, the Padres pitching staff made it hold up as they win it 3-1. to one. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park, and here's some post-game reaction.
0: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the cook's Asian resource.
5: Bob, how, how does it feel when you can sub in a guy? One of your best players is injured, and you can have Dixon, kind of as a fill-in DH, and th- they get the job done tonight.
4: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it. Look, it. It takes a little pressure off everybody too, and certainly, I don't know. You. You get to the bottom of the order. Some guys you don't know. You take a. Take a. You know. A breath now that you're out of the middle of the order. Um. But you know, Matt's been having a good year. You look at his numbers down there. You know, El Paso sometimes is tough to evaluate, but he's swung the bat well, he works hard, he's been here before so it's not his first time, but that's a special day when you hit your first home run especially in a game like that where you, you know, you win 3 to 1 and you knock in a couple runs with it.
5: Blake's been really good. Yeah. Tonight especially, I mean the curveball, like what what did you think of tonight?
4: It it is a true four-pitch mix now with his changeup and his slider fastball curveball and when he's throwing strikes and he's probably throwing as hard tonight as we've seen him as well man, it's you almost have to guess and, and If you do guess and you don't get the right one You're gonna miss it like what was going on tonight So the only thing that keeps him from going into that seventh inning is striking so many guys out and get the pitch count up Are You surprised he's not an all-star I, I'm surprised a couple guys aren't, but you, I mean, you look some of the internal numbers, and they're about as good as anybody in the National League. For him to have kind of gotten it together earlier this year compared to
0: the past couple yeah. seasons, like what what has that meant to you guys on the whole? What he's done this first half?
4: Yeah, look, you feel like every time he takes the mound and he goes out there with stuff like that, it's dominant stuff, and that that you really, I mean, you don't want to think that way, but you know you're not going to have to score too many runs when he's pitching like that. Um, just as long as you can finish the game out, so you could. It was evident right away that you know what he struck out for six guys in a row or whatever it was like that, and some pretty good hitters were not getting very good swings off him. You know, called strikes two, called strike threes because of the the off speed stuff that he has. He's just a tough guy to deal with when he's got all his pitches going.
1: Nick's had a pitch a lot recently, but also been kind of uneven for him. I'm uh, sorry. Nick Martinez has had a pitch a lot
4: recently. Man, I kind of I, of I looked at the I looked at the games, you know, just to make sure I, he didn't have like a five game lead on somebody. It felt like that, and he doesn't. He's not in the top ten, but it's the innings pitch that he gives us. It's the one pluses and the two innings and stuff like that that make it feel like it's a extreme workload. I wasn't sure if we were going to have him today. But he said he was good to go, as he typically does. Strikes out three, has a great inning, sets it up for Josh. Yeah, we'll see. I think he will, I wish it was a night game uh, to have a little bit more time with it. So I know he made some improvement. He didn't come out on the bench today. He had treatment the entire day. Had a smile on his face at the end of the day, but sometimes that can be a tough one to, to move around on.
5: And bullpens ebb and flow, but to have Garcia bounce back Nick bounce back before you go into the second half how big is that
4: it's huge and then if we add some pieces you know obviously with Wilson and Suarez coming now all of a sudden our bullpen feels a lot different than it's felt like here um, for some time now so um, look you know if Nick gives up some runs it's probably because he's used a little bit too much and you know, it just it, those two guys are going to be key to to deepen our bullpen. Is it
5: the command with Garcia with the breaking stuff that is the big deal?
4: Yeah, he just needs to keep guys off as you know, just hit swinging for ninety eight. Now, when it's down in the zone, it's moving. You know, for righties, it's tough to square up. You don't see him often give up a home run on a slider like he did today, but it feels like he's pitching a lot better with more confidence.
5: What is going on with Manny's hand?
4: He's just you know, we're all, everybody's a little beat up right now, so. He gets some stingers like Juan does on his finger, and Manny gets it on his hand sometimes. Just needs a little time to, to regroup. And, you know, he, he's, his pain threshold is pretty high. So he just needs a, a couple minutes to let it die down some.
2: That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park following this 3-1 win for the Padres over the New York Mets as the Padres even up this series at the game of Peace. You heard towards the end there a couple of things uh, on Ha Sung Kim. Uh, we'll see if Ha Sung is in the lineup tomorrow. Didn't sound all that promising there considering he was getting treatment uh, throughout the game here today throughout the day and uh, Bob Melvin saying he wished it was a night game so they had more time. But hey, you know what? If Matthew Back, and is back in the lineup tomorrow. He certainly deserves it after what he did here tonight. Uh, You heard a lot there from Blake Snell, or I should say on Blake Snell, from Bob Melvin. And we'll get much more into Blake Snell's outing here tonight. But think about this. Blake Snell, his last nine starts since May 25th, 0-6 ADRA, 53 innings, 84 strikeouts, 22 walks, a 155 opponent batting average, an 0-94 whip. He has been simply... Dominant as of late. Struck out 11 here tonight, six scoreless innings, and I totally agreed with Bob Melvin. You could tell Blake had everything working. From the opening couple of batters, he struck out five of the first six, seven of the first eight batters in this game, and Blake Snell never looked back in this one. He was great, and like Bob Melvin said, the only reason he couldn't go deeper in this game was because he uh, racked up so many strikeouts. Had uh, he got a few more first pitch outs and ground balls, things like that, maybe he goes a little bit deeper in this game. But hey, six scoreless innings, 105 pitches on the night. Blake Snell was absolutely outstanding. And you heard Bob Melvin talk about Luis Garcia, Nick Martinez there. Look, here tonight, Garcia gives up the home run to Alvarez in the seventh inning to lead off that frame, makes it 3-1. to one. And admittedly, you're thinking there, uh-oh, maybe here come the Mets. But Garcia bounced back in a big way gets the next three batters, and then how about Nick Martinez? Facing Canna, then Nimmo, then Pham, strikes out the side, and then Padres had it set up well in the ninth inning for Josh Hader to have to face Lindor, Alonzo, Alvarez, some dangerous hitters there. The single given up to Lindor, but bounces back to strike out. Both Alonzo and Alvarez get a ground out from McNeil to end the game. So all in all... Certainly the Padres, you would have loved to see some more offense in this game from them, aside from the second inning and the baton home run. I'll get more into that. But where they are right now, and especially as they try to pick up some steam heading into the all-star break right now for the Padres, it is about wins and wins any way they need to get them and the Padres accomplished that here tonight they beat the Mets three to one we'll step aside here on the Padres radio network come back with much much more many of our nightly awards to give out also phone number to call as always if you want to get involved a little bit later 833-288-0973 phone number is always 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved on social media you can do that as well tweet at me Sammy Lev S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V Instagram DMs open as well. Sammy Lev there too. S A M M Y L E V. Maybe you're on threads already. Same handle there. Let me know what you thought about this game here tonight, how you're feeling heading into the rubber game of this series tomorrow. Much more to do on our post game show. Again, the final Padres 3, Mets 1 on the Padres Radio Network. Post game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight at Petco Park, the Padres 3 and the Mets 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park in downtown San Diego. As we wrap this one up, Padres even up this three-game series at a game apiece, setting up the rubber game of this series tomorrow. And what a matchup we have on the mound tomorrow. Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. His first start against the Mets since Game 3 of the National League Wild Card Series a year ago. And it is right-hander Max Scherzer on the mound for the Mets. Much more on that matchup coming up a little bit later on in our post-game show. A lot to do as we wrap this one up. We'll give out more of our nightly awards. We'll replay my conversation with Matthew Baden, who had the two-run home run in the second inning. We'll uh, also take your phone calls coming up, 833-288-0973. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved with our post-game coverage here on the Padres radio network. If it's your thoughts about this ball game here tonight, let's dive into more Blake Snell as we tell you about our ace pitcher of the game.
0: Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's. Ace Pitcher of the Game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. So he's worked
1: the count full. Now the payoff pitch on the way. And it's a curveball. for strike three. Punched him out with Uncle Charlie for the second time tonight. Nine strikeouts for
2: Blake Snell in four shutout innings. That was strikeout number nine for Blake. Nine, and then he would get 10 and 11 later in the ballgame as Blake Snell goes six scoreless innings, three walks, 11 strikeouts, only gave up one hit, an infield single to Brandon Nimmo in the third. That was it. Snell threw 105 pitches, and he continues to be absolutely dominant as of late. Like we said, a little bit earlier, Blake Snell now in his last nine starts, 4-1, and one, a 0-6 ADRA, 53 innings, 84 strikeouts, 22 walks, oh nine four 9 4 whip, 155 batting average against. If you want to look at any number right now for Blake Snell since May 25th, it is off the charts. He has been unbelievable for this team, and you heard Bob Melvin talk about it. Uh, during the post-game press conference the bottom line is when blake is right and he has everything working and it's been going on now for a month and a half or so it is really special and what you love about blake you could tell he had it really going early on the first inning and with blake you can sometimes tell that when he's really got it going and i thought he really made that clear in the first inning two strikeouts in a one two three inning strikes out the side in the second he struck out five of the first six and then seven of the first eight batters he faced in this game I looked up his career high in strikeouts 13 did it in September of last season and I thought to myself when he was at nine through four innings he has a really good chance to, to hit that career high or pass it now the pitch count went up because he struck out so many guys and he had to deal with trouble in the sixth inning. But even in that sixth inning, when the end of his outing is coming, he gets in trouble. He walks Nimmo, walks Pham in that point, a 3-0 game. So the tying run is at the plate. And Francisco Lindor gets a line out to right field and then gets a ground out from Pete Alonso to end his outing, Strand on. So uh, he finished it, getting out of trouble. And uh, plenty good enough for the win here tonight as Snell picks up his sixth win of the season. So certainly Blake Snell, a huge part of the story here today. And you look at the strikeout totals as of late for Blake Snell. Here are the last six outings in strikeouts going back to June 11th. 12, 12, 11, 10, 7 his last time out against the Angels. What's that? 7? That's it, Blake? Come on. Just kidding. 11 strikeouts here tonight. So, in five of his last six starts, he has struck out ten or more. I mean, he continues to just be dominant out there. You know, the only issue at times with him is that he's striking out so many guys, his pitch count uh, gets up there. But, uh, hey, six scoreless innings, you can't complain about that here tonight. And uh, for Blake Snell, uh, he's continuing to to really put together quite a year. And the season ERA now for Blake is is below three. His season ERA is down to two eight five. So, if he keeps on doing remotely anywhere close to what he's been doing lately, I mean, he has a chance heading into the second half when we get back after the All Star break. I mean, to really put together a, a special campaign for him, and he's somebody who's won a Cy Young in two thousand eighteen. Um, I'm really happy for Blake, what he's doing, and he's just been at his best for about a month and a half now, and when he's at his best, it is a lot of fun to watch, and yeah, he's a free agent at the end of the year, so uh, you can be assured that teams are taking notice of uh, what Blake's doing, and obviously he has uh, the background as well with the Cy Young. It's no secret when Blake is on his game and he has everything working, you heard Bob Melvin talk about the guessing that when Blake has every pitch working, the guessing that batters do in a ball game against them I thought you saw that early on I mean the Mets they looked confused up there they looked like they weren't sure what was coming um and it showed in the strikeout totals especially early on all right we will uh, continue on our post game show here on the Padres radio network Padres win it three to one more to come more highlights nightly awards and we will. Take your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the number to call. If you want to get involved, final score, Padres 3-Nets 1 on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network from Petco Park as the Padres win it 3-1 to against the New York Mets. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park in downtown San Diego. The Western Metal Building has cleared out. Petco Park has emptied out. Now just me and you here on our post-game coverage. Hope you're getting uh, home from the game safely. If you were here tonight, hope you're having a wonderful Saturday evening. If you're on the way home from... Whatever you were up to on this Saturday, maybe you're on the way to whatever you're doing. Maybe uh you're uh, partying tonight. I, I don't know. Whatever you're doing, thank you for joining me uh, here on the Padres radio network. Uh, anytime the Padres win, it feels like a party here at Petco Park. Padres didn't party a ton offensively uh, here tonight. Padres uh, only scored three runs on five hits. And the interesting thing about the offense here tonight, well, I guess interesting is one way to put it, but now I don't want to call it disappointing what the top of the order did tonight, but I'll say this: I, I feel like they should have done more here tonight against David Peterson and some of the arms that came out of the Mets bullpen, like Dominic Leone, like Grant Hartwig, and Trevor Gott. These are not the uh, uh, the top end guys in that Mets bullpen. And Peterson, uh, you know, we we talked about it had been better lately, but has really had some struggles uh, as of uh, this season for the Mets uh, on the whole. But you look at the order here tonight. Spots one through four to T. Soto, Machado, and Bogarts when a combined one for 15. Fernando Tatis Jr. had a single in the second inning. That was the only hit the top of the order had. Bogarts reached on an error. Machado walked, and that was it. The bottom of the order, Sanchez, well, he's the five spot, but spots five through nine. Sanchez, Cronenworth, the, uh, the mix of Dixon and Odor, Batten and Grisham. We're four for 15. And look, in that second inning, Sanchez the double, Cronenworth infield single. Dixon should have been a base hit. Cronenworth got forced out at second base, so it ends up being uh, a force out at second, not a base hit for Brandon Dixon, unfortunately. And then Matthew Batten, the two-run home run. So it was the bottom half of the lineup that really got it done in this game for the Padres, and uh, by the way, Dixon did pick up the RBI on that uh, ball that scored Sanchez, so that was good for him, he at least got an RBI, but it was the five through nine spots that got it done in the second, and put together a little rally in the fourth inning, where Batten walked with two outs, Grisham singled, Fernando Tatis Jr. flew out the center uh, to end that inning, so look, moving forward into tomorrow, top of the order's got to do more, and the Padres also, as we talked about yesterday, they have to score in the middle to late part of the game last night ended up being a big deal Padres had three runs in the first two innings did not score another run until the 10th here tonight they get three from the bottom of the lineup in the second Padres did not have another run so like I said Padres any way they can pick up wins right now with where they are you'll take it absolutely but that part of it the offense not doing much aside from a batting home run and especially the top of the order not doing much at all against Peterson, Leon, Hartwig, and Gott. it got to be better tomorrow against Max Scherzer and all the high-leverage arms out of that Mitz bullpen available, bottom line. So, again, good win, but if I'm looking at one thing that you need more of that wasn't great here tonight, it was the offense really as a whole only three runs on five hits, and a lot of that was due to the top of the order that went only a combined one for 15. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls coming up here in a second. I do want to read a tweet here from uh, Kevin Acey of the San Diego Union-Tribune because he just tweeted it out about an hour ago. Let me pull it up here, and it, it is interesting. It'll It'll wrap up our Blake Snell conversation from the previous segment. Uh, Kevin tweeted out, did a good job putting these numbers together. Blake Snell is right now fourth in the NL in ERA at 285, second in strikeouts at 132, and he has the lowest batting average against. This is on the season, not just in that run since May 25th, at 200. So number one in batting average against at 200. Kevin writes, there are 15 starting pitchers in the majors with an ERA of 309 or lower Blake Snell is the only one who has not been named to his league's all star roster. So if you're out there thinking to yourself here tonight, watching what Blake Snell has done and thinking, How isn't this guy going to Seattle? By the way, his hometown? I don't know why. He should be there. Based on what Kevin just tweeted and what we've seen here. It's I mean, it's a real shame that Blake Snell's not going to the All Star game and in his hometown of Seattle, he should be there. But uh who knows? Maybe that'll give Blake a little extra motivation in the second half of the season. But Blake should be there. He has been an all star caliber pitcher in the first half of the season. And really, especially like we've been saying uh, since May 25th, the span of nine starts where he has again a 0.68 ERA. Let's uh, get to some of our nightly awards and then we'll, we'll uh, get to the phone calls here. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Each pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut. It's time for the relief pitcher of the game
0: in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit
2: SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight: Nick Martinez. One two three inning in the eighth, he struck out the side. A really good bounce back for Nick, I thought. Clean inning, looked good in command. More like the Nick Martinez that we've seen for the most part the last year plus. So Nick Martinez, our relief pitcher of the game. Certainly, Josh Shader would be another option. Scoreless ninth inning, picks up save number 21 on the season. But again, for Nick Martinez, uh, he looked a lot better here tonight than how he's looked at times over the course of the last month. Uh, We know about uh, the home run he gave up to Thice against the Angels earlier this week. He got in trouble yesterday against the Mets, found his way out of a bases loaded jam, and he's had some shaky outings really going back to about June 18th is really where some of the issues started uh, for Blake Snell and had a tough outing in San Francisco, a tough outing in Pittsburgh, but he looked really sharp here tonight. So hopefully if that is the final outing, of Nick Martinez uh, before the All-Star break. Hopefully that gives him something to build on heading into the post-All-Star break portion of the schedule. And I would be willing to bet that Martinez doesn't pitch tomorrow. You look at it, he pitched yesterday, today. He also pitched on Wednesday it's a lot for nick martinez i'm not saying he can't pitch tomorrow but he might be one of the guys that is uh, down in the bullpen tomorrow but certainly here tonight struck out the side by the way padres struck out 17 batters total between snell martinez garcia and hater that ties a season high uh they've done that three times now in fact 17 strikeouts by padres pitching they have not hit number 18 but they have struck out 17 now three times this season more of our nightly awards to come out of town scoreboard. We'll replay my conversation with Matthew Baden, who hit the two-run home run in the second inning as well. But I do want to go to the phones. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. Let's lead things off tonight with Mike, who's calling in from Mission Valley. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the Padres postgame show with Sam Levitt. How are you? What's up, Danny? How are we doing? Doing well, Mike. That offense,
0: God, it has to improve. Look, <clears throat> I'm not the biggest Blake Snell fan, but he has been dealing,
3: absolutely dealing.
0: In our offense, come on, man. Like, you go know, four or five innings of no, no hits, no runs, no nothing. Like, hmm. let's wake up. I don't get it. I just don't understand. And it doesn't make sense. And baseball doesn't make sense. Baseball mm-hmm. is stupid. But this is really stupid. Like, how are we six games, seven games, six or seven games under 500? Doesn't make any sense. And mm. we're struggling. We're struggling to win games. It doesn't make any sense. hmm
2: well, Mike, I uh, appreciate the call. Uh on your point on the offense. Um, look, here tonight the offense got lucky that the the starting pitching in Snell and the bullpen made the three runs stand up. Look, I'm I'm with you as far as the offense did not do a lot tonight. They had one hit after the second inning. And again, I'm not trying to pour cold water on the win. We all understand the Padres have to find ways to win games any way they can do it right now and quite frankly and I'm sure you don't care as well I don't care how they win games right now they need to find ways uh to win games bottom line they got the win tonight that's great but look I told I I read the number about the top of the order one for 15 the one through four spots were here tonight to t soto machado and bogarts and again i mean the mets didn't throw their their a staff here tonight it was peterson leone hartwig got no disrespect to any of those guys but it's not scherzer verlander and some of the guys we saw to the bullpen last night you know Rayleigh, adovino robertson those are the real uh, high leverage guys for for the Mets. So the Padres didn't see those guys, and Peterson has had his struggles this season. It's been a, better lately, like we talked about pregame. I'm sure uh, Jesse and Bob talked about it as well. Uh, yeah, not enough. Getting one hit in innings three through eight. Not enough. Um, they won the game, but I'll be honest with you. As this game's going on, I said I hope the bullpen makes it stand up. Because if they don't, the story is going to become the offense simply not doing enough here tonight. And you go back to yesterday, and aside from the Machado home run in the 10th, look, they had three runs in two innings and did not score from the third through the ninth. The only runs they had after that second inning came in the 10th on the Manny home run. So looking ahead to tomorrow, and obviously moving forward, Padres have to do more offensively. And, again, you look at the top of the lineup, they they have to be the guys. We've said it over and over and over again. So, uh, look, I'm happy they won. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're happy, Padres fans, they won. But, yes, uh, not a great night for the offense. And on a night-to-night basis, they, they can't afford to have games like this where they face uh, a starting pitcher from the opposition that is not a top guy, bullpen arms that are not top arms, they can't afford to not do any damage against those guys. And the top four in the lineup didn't do any damage against those guys here tonight. Thank goodness for Matthew Bannon. He had the big swing, ended up deciding the game. Uh, Two-run home run. Padres win it 3-1. to one. So, uh, look, Snell's been awesome, Mike. Uh, he's been terrific. I, I don't know how you could complain about Blake Snell right now. He has been, you know, I know it was a bit of a shaky start to the year. But, you know, since late May, he has just been awesome. And um, it's been great to see. It's been a big boost for this team. But uh, offensively, I I can't argue if, you know, you're saying, hey, we need more. And we got to score more runs. And, um, look, we can go over the numbers with runners in scoring position, although it's been better lately. But for the year, I talked about the late and close situations in the pregame. It all plays a part in it. The Padres can't afford to have offensive nights like this very often the rest of the way. That's what I'll say on that. Let's go to Richard, who's calling in from New Mexico. Hi, Richard. Hey, Samuel. How are you? Doing well, Samuel. Very official. Well, yeah, Sammy, Samuel.
0: Anyway, I was uh – Looking promising about this team tonight. I know. They haven't produced as they should. It hasn't been what we wanted them to be. But uh, I'm feeling bullish on what they're going towards for the end of the season or, you know, midway through the season. I think we're going to be able to turn it around. I think they're getting their things together. And a little bit of a break for this uh, All-Star weekend. I think they're going to come back and – You know, what else do we have to do? Mm. Have some hope. Have uh, positive thoughts. They've shown a lot of what they can do. You know, we've been suffering from what they can't do. But uh, I'm feeling good about it.
2: Well, Richard, look, I I, I agree with you and appreciate the call. Look, you you come out, you win tomorrow. You had a five-in-one homestand to wrap up. Everything before the All Star break, like I said after the game on Wednesday, after they swept the Angels, if you could win two of three from the Mets, who came in playing really well, they had a six-game win streak snapped here tonight. You win two of three, you find a way to beat Scherzer tomorrow. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice ending um, uh, to the season, uh, not to the season, to the, to the first half of the season. Uh, it is now. It's not where you want to be. You'd be uh, still. They won tomorrow. They'd be still four games below 500 at the All-Star break. If you said that to somebody in spring training, they'd say you're crazy. But that is where they are. But look, five and one on a home stand against the Angels and the Mets to end uh, the pre-All-Star break portion of of the season would be a good way uh, to uh, to end it and would give you a better feeling, and I'm sure those guys in the clubhouse a better feeling heading into the All-Star break with really a critical series in Philadelphia right out of the All-Star break beginning on Friday in Philly. So, um, look, we've said it many, many times. This team has plenty of time to turn it around, to go on the run, that we've been waiting for I do think you could make an argument going back to last Friday in Cincinnati they've played better baseball it seems like they've played with more urgency they've showed more fight they've won some different games all good stuff um but look bottom line is they they've dug themselves quite a hole they have uh a lot of work to dig out of it so we've been saying it it it's not about one game right now it's yes one game at a time but they have to string together game after game of good baseball the rest of the season now, because that is the hole they're in. They have the talent to do it, certainly. It's not impossible at all. Um, and going 5-1 and one on this homestand would be a step in that direction. So, um, yeah, I, I look, I'm, I'm bullish on them as well. I am. Um, I still am in the camp where I think the run is, is going to come with the talent they have. Um, certainly hope so. Uh, for, for everybody out there, uh, and we'll see. Look, they've got to do it. They've got to show you now, and, um, again, 5-1 and one on a home stand would be a good step in that direction. Let's go to Rick, who's calling in from Chula Vista. Hi, Rick.
4: Hi. How are you doing? Just doing well, Rick. Say, how are you? Good, good. Just going to say uh, Bogarts uh, needs to be dropped down. May Sanchez, somebody else in there, because he just looks old, slow. He just bats, his bat his back, just waves at the ball. Guesses all the time. I know he got the two home runs a few days ago. But mm-hmm. besides that, he's back to his old self doing nothing. He just He's not the one. He just mm. looks bad.
2: Well, you know, Rick, Bogarts, look, it, it obviously, and appreciate the call, obviously it hasn't been the season to this point you hope for Xander. Um, the problem when you say drop him down in the lineup, and by the way, I assume he would have been fifth in the lineup today at Ha Kim. Kim not being out of the lineup because of injuring his toe last night. And we'll see if Kim is back there, back in there tomorrow. It didn't sound super promising from Bob Melvin, but you know, if he's not back in there tomorrow, you hope that the all-star break comes at a good time and you get him back uh, for Friday in Philadelphia. Here's what I'll say, Rick, if you want to drop Bogarts down, number one, I don't see it because I just don't think it's happening with a guy that um, you're paying that kind of money to. And look, he's had some bright spots the last week or so it's been quiet the last few games he did have that home run and the rbi single on tuesday against the angels he had three hits on monday so he showed some signs but the last few have been quieter um here's the thing though i mean who who's going up in the lineup i mean look gary sanchez had a base hit yesterday had a double and a run scored today. Look, Jay Cronenworth hasn't tore the cover off the ball this season. Um, you know, are, are you are you moving Dixon up ahead of Bogarts, Batten, Grisham? I I just I I don't I don't think any of those guys are going up uh, above Xander Bogarts. I don't. So, um, yeah. I, number one, I I don't think that that's going to happen, and I don't think moving any of the guys I just said up above Xander to me doesn't make much sense at all and look with Xander Bogarts um you know look the overall picture of his season so far and you know I don't know if the wrist has been bothering him obviously it was an issue there for a little bit and I don't know what the deal is with the cortisone shot and when he can get another one or I don't know if it's been an issue or not but um I think the hope with him is that he'll come back after the all-star break and give you a really good second half. Look, I've said this to a lot of people about Bogarts and I'm going to continue to say it. It's not been a great first year in a Padre uniform to this point. Let's see what he does the rest of the way, but he's a good player. And I think this is a guy that over the course of time, even if it takes until next year, people are going to realize how good this guy is. Like he was really, really good with the Red Sox. Um, And I believe he will get there with the Padres and, Again, I, I just sometimes I have to wonder if, if that wrist is maybe affecting him because we know it was an issue. Um, you know, I don't know if Xander would say that or not, but it does seem a little mysterious that, you know, a, a guy who typically has put up uh, much better numbers hasn't really done that to this point. So look, again, when you talk about the lineup, I mean, you got to really hope that You know, Xander's going to get it going, and he's, look, you're you're paying this guy big-time money, and he's here for a long time. He's got a bat in in the top half of your lineup. He has been batting fifth as of late, but that's because, obviously, they've been putting Kim in the leadoff spot. So, look, if anybody's in the leadoff spot or or batting second or whatever, it means that one of your big four, Tatis Soto Machado Bogarts, is naturally going to bat fifth or lower. So, um, look, I hope for Xander. Hopefully he has a good day tomorrow and hopefully some time off. Uh, help some uh, reset and and uh, have a a really good second half of the season and the Padres certainly need it they're a much better team when Xander Bogarts is uh, playing well no doubt all right we'll step aside here on the Padres radio network we'll uh, give out some more of our nightly awards out of town scoreboard replay my conversation with Matthew Batten you'll hear his home run the play-by-play call from Jesse Agler coming up as well and we will take more of your phone calls 833-288-0973 the phone number again 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved on social media you can tweet at me 973 the fan sd or sammy lev s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v or instagram sammy lev there as well s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v let me know your thoughts about this game we'll come back your calls your messages your tweets As we wrap it up, Padres 3, Mets won the final here at Petco Park tonight on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 3 and the Mets one. Padres and Mets will play the rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow at one San. We'll have more on that game coming up in just a little bit. Sam Levitt with you here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on
0: today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today.
2: Our player of the game here tonight, gotta be the guy who hit his first major league home run, Matthew Batten. The two-run home run in the second gave the Padres a 3-0 lead. And they go on to win it 3-1. Batten was on twice in this game. The home run, a walk in the fourth inning. Only had three plate appearances in this one. And Matthew Batten, the uh, choice for player of the game, although I should mention Blake Snell, really a great candidate as well. Six scoreless innings. 11 strikeouts, 105 pitches as he continues his all-star worthy first half of the season. We talked about that. Blake Snell should be in the all-star game. A shame that he's not, especially uh, going back to his hometown of Seattle. But Blake has lowered his ERA, like we've been saying, to 285 on the season. He continues to put together just a terrific stretch for the Padres as of late. Now let's hear our play of the game.
0: What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the Play of the Game, presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, heating and air, flood and restoration. Because we know how.
1: One ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch from Peterson. And that's it in the air to deep left field. Tommy Pham's going back, looking up, going to go. Matthew Batten with his first major league home run. A two-run shot in the second inning, and it's 3 to nothing.
2: Matthew Batten, his two-run home run in the second hour play of the game. What a moment for Matthew Batten. His first at-bat with the Padres here in 2023. Appeared in a handful of games last season. Made his Major League debut last year in his very first at-bat with the team this season. A two-run home run off David Peterson in the second inning hour play of the game. I caught up with Matthew Batten one-on-one right after the game down on the field. Matt your first at bat in this uniform this season a home run. What were your emotions rounding those bases?
3: I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel my feet touch the ground, I didn't feel anything touch my bat so uh, it was something special. But at the end of the day I just, all I wanted to do there was contribute. I didn't expect it to be that way but I'm happy it was. And and it's all start break the right way, finish up and head out strong.
2: First Major League home run, everything you dreamt of? And more. And more. I'll never forget that noise when I, I didn't see it go out. I was running, but once I heard it, I'll never forget that noise. Let's go back to the at-bat. Peterson gets ahead of you one and two, throws a change up. You looked ready for it. What was your thought process there?
3: Every once in a while, with me as a hitter, sometimes two strikes makes me a little more comfortable. especially against lefties, chase the heater up, got a little big, and then... Sometimes you get put in a situation where you have to be a little more
2: simple and that's what happened and that was it. You played behind Blake Snell, six scoreless innings, 11 strikeouts. First time this season, you played behind him. He has been so good lately. What did you see from him?
3: You expect nothing less. He's a dog. He competes and he prepares the right way. So that was a special outing, but none of us are shocked by it because that's what he has in him.
2: First player from Quinnipiac to hit a major league home run. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good. We're a hockey (laughs) school, but I'll take that one. (laughs) By the way, former Amarillo Sod Poodle, too. You're not kidding. Matt, congratulations on a big night. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sam. Matthew Batten right after the game. What a night for Matthew Batten. His first major league home run. I thought the comment there about... Two strikes making him more comfortable was really interesting. I'm going to ask Matthew about that in the uh, days to come, but uh, great stuff. Congratulations to Matthew Baden, his first major league home run, and a huge impact on this win here tonight. Let's take a look now at scores from around the major leagues.
0: Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out of town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity locally produced in San Diego since 1958.
2: We take a look at scores from around the major leagues. Tigers beat the Blue Jays two nothing in Detroit, Matt Manning and two Tigers relievers combined for a no hitter Manning was really good in that game, did not allow a hit over six and two-thirds innings, and then the Tigers using two relievers to finish up the game as the Tigers no-hit the Blue Jays. Three pitchers did it to nothing. In Detroit today, Yankees beat the Cubs six to three in New York. Giancarlo Stanton had a couple of home runs in that game. Orioles beat the Twins six to two in Minnesota. Cardinals blank the White Sox three nothing in Chicago. Miles Michaelis seven scoreless innings in that one for St. Louis. Giants beat the Rockies five to three in San Francisco. Michael Conforto and Austin Slater. Had a couple of home runs in that game. Nationals beat the Rangers 8-3 in D.C. Reds over the Brewers 8-5 in Milwaukee. Guardians beat the Royals 10-6 in Cleveland. Red Sox beat the A's 10-3 in Boston. Alex Verdugo, a two-run home run in that game. Jaron Duran also a two-run home run in that win for the Sox. Marlins beat the Phillies 5-3 in Miami. Diamondbacks over the Pirates in 10-3-2. Corbin Carroll... Singled with the bases loaded in the 10th inning to win it for Arizona. Braves beat the Rays 6-1 to in Tampa Bay. Astros beat the Mariners 3-2 to in Houston. Martin Maldonado, a home run in that game for Houston. Dodgers beat the Angels 10-5 in L.A. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Everything that went on around the major leagues today taking a look at tomorrow's game rubber game of this three game series between the Padres and the Mets and the final game for the all-star break four days off coming for your friend Sammy Lev here and I will not lie I am looking forward to it I need a little breather I've been going pretty hard since uh mid-February in Peoria working hard every day on the radio most days an off day here or there so uh Everybody's going to enjoy the All Star break, whether they're heading to Seattle, maybe they're heading elsewhere, maybe hanging out here in San Diego, but should be uh, a lot of fun uh, tomorrow as we wrap up what is a very important series for both these teams. Rubber game tomorrow, first pitch at 1 p.m. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 12 10. Right hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. It'll be his first start against the Mets since Game 3 of the National League Wild Card Series. A year ago in New York, Padres won it, advanced to the NLDS. It will be Joe against the Mets, right-hander Max Scherzer on the mound for the New York Mets tomorrow. So really good matchup tomorrow, rubber game of this series. Both these teams trying to build on some momentum and finish up the first half of the season on a high note. And then the pitching matchup, Musgrove against Scherzer. First pitch at 110. Taking a look at the final totals here tonight. For the Padres, three runs, five hits, one error they left on five. For the Mets, one run, three hits, two errors they left on five as well. Winning pitcher in this game, Blake Snell, who improves to 6-7. and Losing pitcher was David Peterson, who drops to 2-7. and The save goes to Josh Hader, number 21 on the year for Hader. Time of game, two hours and 28 minutes in the crowd here at Petco Park. The 38th sellout of the season, 42,647. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. For our great studio coordinator, Maddie Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Padres 3 and the Mets 1. Talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.